Adventures of the Average Guy podcast, episode number six. I'm trying all this new stuff, this new thing. I think the desk is just a little cramped. Well, that's my OCD kicking in. I had a little sound effect. Let me see if I can find the sound effect. Oh, I was gonna, I was just gonna go like, episode six. I don't know why, I don't know why that played. I don't know. And the microphone is like on delay, delay. It's like I had to talk slow. Anyway, so welcome to episode six, Ventures of the Average Guy. I'm Frank Mize. I'm your host. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Now make sure you go to frankmaz.com. That's M A Z Z as for that's for Maz. Uh Frank is F R A N K Maz.com. You can find all the archives of the show. If you are looking for the newer stuff, the newest episodes, you could definitely go to frankmaz.com or you go to Stitcher or you could go to iTunes. Whatever you want to go to, you go to. Whatever your little heart desires. Whatever you want. Wherever you want to go, you go. All right? Good. Yeah, so I'm on delay. It's it's like I'm having a radio show. I have, like, I'm saying stuff, and then, like, two seconds later... Somebody else comes in, like another voice. I'm like, hey, it's me, Frank. And then I hear, hey, it's me, Frank. So, interesting. 312-205-9834. That's 312-205-9834. You could contact the show by giving us a text. A little text action. Rolling on through. Baby's coming. Yeah, I, you know, I look on the calendar and where the show is is uh, you know being taped and it's a week away so it's one week away the baby is coming there's no stopping the baby the baby will be coming uh, if this baby had its way it would be coming now I think it's trying to find an exit I think it's trying to find an exit strategy it tries my wife's ribs, tries to go up top, tries to go to the bottom, can't get out. He's like locked. He's like in prison. He's in baby prison right now. Preborn prison. Sounds like a rap song. Um, <laughs> so I'm ready. I'm ready to go. You know, everybody asks, "Are you ready? You, you sure you're ready? Are you ready? It's gonna get crazy." And I like to say, uh, I already have a kid, so. There's probably going to be some some differences, you know. I'm not going to want to, you know, say that it's going to be an easy ride. However, you know, there's going to be some differences. Yeah, everybody's like, you know, it's going to be rough. But it's like, nah, okay, relax. We're hoping for the best, okay? That's all we can hope. Like my shrink says. 
Don't expect things. Don't expect things. If you expect things, then you get disappointed. That's when you want to punch somebody. Uh, so I wrote this article uh, on ChicagoNow.com about being bipolar or depressed. Depression. I just said depressed. I threw the ED at the end of it because I thought it would be kind of like cool if I, like it would make it sound cooler than it is. I'm depressed. Bipolar depressed. Um, clinically. Clinically. Yes. All right. So it, actually it's kind of working out now that this thing's on delay and I already have the one thing. I might as well add schizophrenia because it sounds like I have voices in my head right now. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Is it work? You can't really talk about what you do at the shrink, because they can't talk about what you talk about. But can you talk about what you talked about? You know, it's confusing. Anyway, I just want to say the guy that I'm going to is a great guy. He's been helping. We're on a plan. Uh, I, maybe I'll stop talking in doubles. Like I say, we we are on a plan. I'm on a damn. I'm on the effing plan. I'm on the goddamn plan. <laughs> it's not like I'm a team, you know. Um, yeah, so I'm on a plan, but it's going good. I have another one coming up Tuesday. We'll see how that goes. I used to joke because I, you know, before I go to somebody, I like to do a lot of research, and I did research, and this guy is very photogenic. He likes his photos. So I was taking a look, and I saw that he had a parrot in his room. So I was first alarmed, because I'm like, a parrot? No way. There's no, no, not a parrot. A parrot? Really? I thought it was a real parrot. And I thought, this is going to be crazy, because I'm going to go in and, and spill my guts out. And then somebody else is going to come in, and the parrot's going to go, me crazy, me crazy. Uh, no, it's not a real parrot. It's a fake one, so thank God, because you know, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know uh, if uh, that would be. Uh, I don't think that's. I don't think that's uh, legally right. Man, Adventures of the Average Guy podcast. You know, I need all the help I can get. I suffer. Well, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say I suffer because this is pretty, uh, pretty common thing for between a lot of people. Uh, those who are out there who uh, I'm just going to call my eggheads those who suffer from eczema my eggheads like I did that um, by the way this uh, echo thing is, is is not working if I could turn the echo off I, I turn the mic off that's how the echo stops those are the voices stopped in my head um so I suffer from eczema, and eczema are these like little itchy dots, these little bitches that uh, go up your arm and leg, your ass, wherever it goes, and it itches your your butthole. I don't know where it goes. There's a lot of itching going on. Uh, <laughs> I tell you. Uh, so when I was growing up, I used to get get this thing called eczema, and my mom was never good about explaining things. She would just tell you you had something, and then your mind's a wonder. Now I wonder why I'm seeing a shrink each week. Uh, so it's 
she goes, oh, don't worry, those itchy dots. We'll put some aloe vera, which I didn't know what aloe vera was. We'll put some aloe vera on it, and uh, it'll be okay. You know, that's what she told me. You have eczema. So as a kid, you go, you're told you have eczema. It's like finding out your dad died because you don't know what the hell just happened. You think you have cooties times 10. You're, you're shitting your pants. It's like, okay, I have cooties times a million. This is great. I'm going to affect everybody. It's like I got AIDS overnight. Um, <laughs> we, could, we probably should cut that out, right? Um, sorry, my OCD's kicking in. I'm looking at this computer. I have this laptop, and there's a dent in it. See, don't worry. I'm going to get better. I've, I'm seeing a shrink. Uh, but I thought it was caused by eggs. And that's not a joke. I like to be funny on that. But I I thought it was caused by having eggs. Like I had eggs up and down my arm. So I'm like, oh, God. Did I eat too many eggs? And I got eggsma? Why did I call it eggs and I call it eggsma? I don't know. So as a kid, I was like freaking out. Because, you know. Eggs must. I, I don't think I ate eggs for like uh, 30 years. I think I started up when I finally, uh, finally Wikipedia came about and I put an eggs mob, which I still don't smell it right. Smell it right. I don't spell it right. Um, I still spell it with E G G E S M A. I'm that stupid. I take eggs and ma and I put it together. And then I thought. As a kid, I must have got eggs, ma, when my mom cooked me eggs. Uh-huh. Too bad I didn't uh, realize and put more two and two together, like all the food I was eating, that that caused something, because I wouldn't be overweight right now. Okay? Yeah, maybe. Maybe still. Who knows? Who knows? So eggs, ma, <laughs> it's my problem. No, that's not my problem. No, we're not like... Uh, you know, uh, we're not, uh, we're not, um, it's not like, okay, that's your problem. You're getting better. There you go. You know, it's like, the guy's not going, I'm not sitting on the couch, which is not a couch, by the way, it's a chair. Okay, so everybody thinks it's a couch. Now, it does use a clipboard, okay? I haven't cried yet. Um, I'm <laughs> pretty sure it'll happen this week. So anyway, I take the, you know, it's not the eczema. So that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not going in and he's not like, oh, it's the eczema. It's screwing with your head. You can't eat eggs. Anyway, Speaking of screwing with the head, uh, I don't know if you guys saw The Preacher on AMC. Uh, so I, yeah, I need some like, I need some like, rock music or something to talk over this because this was screwed up. This was, uh, this was really screwed up. Really screwed up. Like, I'm not gonna be able to sleep at night screwed up. There we go. So I watched this, the show called The Preacher. The Preacher. And it is based off a comic book, Seth Rogen's little project 
And let me tell you something. It was the best damn thing I've ever seen in my life. It scared the hell out of me. Uh, but the show was so addicting. So out of the realm of what I usually watch that it was uh, it was pretty freaking cool. There was uh, it's gruesome and I'm not a very gruesome person. I don't like watching that gruesome things. But I couldn't turn away. I couldn't turn away. <laughs> damn you Seth Rogen. Your damn show. The preacher. But I'll tell you three things that I learned from that show. A, uh, I will never eat corn again. Mm-hmm. B, vampires might be real. And C, small Texas towns might be screwed up. So those are three things I learned. If you don't know what I mean, and you could handle, I'm talking, you could handle the most gruesome crap that you've ever seen in your life. I mean, I'm talking like gruesome beyond gruesome. Not sex, blood and guts and bones and choking on corn. If you if you could get through that, <laughs> then you will love the show. All right. Sometimes I like to go off track. And that show has taken me off track. It has. Oh, that's good coffee. That coffee's from Texas. It is time for the Urban Dictionary Word of the Podcast. This word this week is called Comfort Tub. Comfort tub. For most girls, this is either a tub of any type of food, most of the time ice cream, while she cries her heart out while watching romantic movies. A bathtub with scattered rose petals and an aromatic smell. Scented candles lit everywhere so the broken-hearted girl can make a comforting wash. Can take. Make sounds dirty. For instance, boo, he broke my heart, boo. And the second girl would say, bring out the comfort tub. <laughs> that is your Urban Dictionary word of the podcast. The comfort tub. Ah. The comfort tub. So, Yes. The comfort tub. And why we're on the subject of podcast of the, you know, the Urban Dictionary podcast of the, the, the show podcast. Lost my train of thought. It is now time for the fun fact. We do this each week at the Adventures of the Average Guy. We get the the fun fact going. 
a fact that you you could take, you could send to people, tell your friends. People be like, "Wow, that's a really fun fact." That's great. It's awesome. So the fun fact is the average woman uses her height in lipstick every five years. The average woman uses her height in lipstick every five years. See? This show is... It's, uh, you know... It's it, it, it's just a little... A little diggy. Alright. Fun fact of the show. So, uh, everybody... Has seen... That Prince has overdosed. Uh, uh, so, he overdosed. And I'm trying to... He overdosed... On fentanyl, and fentanyl is this powerful drug. Okay, it's a synthetic prescribed to help patients deal with severe pain. So, Prince died from an accidental overdose painkiller. Which is sad stuff. Um, you know, in speaking of death, recently, just actually yesterday, uh, Muhammad Ali passed away. And I want to play a clip from Muhammad Ali that, you know, Muhammad Ali was a talker. And then he backed up his talking. He, you know, he would, he would say some stuff but then he would back it up back it up he would he, he would say a lot of stuff but he'd back it up so he uh, did this I'm the greatest speech who is the I would say the greatest boxer of all time uh, his charisma was unparalleled in the sports industry, and it's just, it's just sad that lost. He was in a very bad condition, and from there he passed away. So I want to actually get this clip, and I'm sorry I'm not prepared because why would I be prepared? Ah, so here we go. Here we go. You know, if if this show had any more less, if this show had any less professionalism under its belt, I don't know what it would be. God forbid, I you know if I have I'm right, if I'm right on on doing this. I want to thanks our friends. Thanks our friends because that makes sense. Thank our friends Mixler. And my XLR, which this takes this show 
and mixlr.com slash I am Frank Moz. And this show goes from being taped to being live. And we have a couple listeners on, which is great. We actually have one. We don't have a couple. So this is just a startup thing. You know. So I should say thank you for listening, whoever you are. I'm sorry I haven't gotten the chance to chat back with you yet. But obviously I can't do two things at once. So, um... <laughs> so it, it's I can't obviously I'm not I'm, I'm focused on the chatting I love a chat but you know this is my first time using this program and uh, I'm all over the board so anyway so I apologize so let's get that clip I promise it's a mama ha mahaha if I could speak Muhammad Ali uh, and I am the greatest it will be a killer and a thriller when I get the gorilla in Manila. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Cassius Marcellus Clay. He's young, he's handsome. They know it. I can pound the drink of water and kill a dead tree. Don't mess with Mohammed Ali. I've done something special. I've wrestled with an alligator. I've tossed with a whale. Out of handcuffed lightning, throw thunder in jail. I'm as confident as I say, and I'm better than I say I am. I'm a poor. I'm a prophet, I'm the resurrector, I'm the savior of the boxing world. If it wasn't for me, the game would be dead. Who would bet on fly paddles and beating me? Who would bet on Ernest Terrell beating me? I told you I was floating like a butterfly and staying like a bee. I'm gonna float like a butterfly and stay like a bee. His hands can't hit what his eyes can't see. Last week I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean I make medicine sick. I'm young. I'm handsome, I'm fat, I'm pretty, and can't possibly be beat. I told you, I'm the real champion. I told you, I'm the champion of the world. All of you follow. He will be mine in round nine. And if he makes me sore, I'll cut it to four. Thank you very much. Thank if that don't much. do, we'll get him in two. <laughs> if he runs, we'll get him in one. <laughs> and in your heart, you know I'm right. All my resolutions are to become the youngest heavyweight champion in history. That's nothing new to my man. I saw Sonny Wilson a few days ago. Ain't he ugly? <laughs> He's too ugly to be the world champ. The world champ should be pretty like me. Keep saying Cassius Clay. Why don't you call me my name, man? Well, what's your name? My 
Prophet Muhammad Ali, and you will announce it right there in the center of that ring after the fight if you don't do it now. Acting just like the old Uncle Tom. Another fly codicil. I'm gonna punish you. I'm out to control. That's what the boxing game is about. I'm awful serious. Give me a nice serious look. Um, that just sound like I'm crying to you. As loud as I'm hollering, you call me quiet. And I'm hollering loud because I just got that bigger word. And I want everybody out there on TV to do it. I'm the greatest. I go to my bedroom, hit the switch, cut the lights out, and be in the bed before the room is gone. Adventures of the Average Guy podcast. Rocking and rolling. There we go. Turn the mic up a little bit. So on the podcast, we do a story each week that highlights an awesome person doing awesome things. So I want to read this. 
A Texas girl's unbridled joy is going viral. Courtney Fletcher Bennett, who lives in a northwest suburb of Houston, posted a video on her Facebook page of her daughter receiving an American Girl doll as a gift. But this wasn't any ordinary doll. Bennett's daughter, Emma, has a prosthetic leg, and with the help of the A-Step-Ahead prosthetics, she got a doll just like her. The company does have a business in doll prosthetics, but it and the it and Emma's parents went above and beyond to bring a smile to this little girl's face. When she opened the box, she said, Are you got to be kidding me? Which was adorably delivered by her little sister saying, It has a leg like me. Her mother then read a letter about the doll's journey. She and her husband had the doll shipped to the New York-based company and had it fitted with a tiny prosthetic leg and Emma's favorite color pink. After a few weeks of training, she's ready to go home and lead a life with limitations, without limitations, with you. Emma in tears and hugs her special new toy and exclaims, thank you for making a doll like me. The video right now has over 260,000 hits, and it was only in the first 15 hours that it received that, so it probably is well over a million right now. Here's a life without limitations for Emma and her new friend. Great story, an awesome person doing awesome things. Awesome group, I should say doing awesome things so it's it's one of those things where you read something like that and all the crap that goes on in the world just goes away so we'll definitely uh, share those each week alright the adventures of the average guy podcast Rolls on. Rolls on. So it's now time for my favorite part of the Adventures of the Average Guy podcast. I enjoy this part immensely. It's like my... There we go. I don't know what's going on. This is my first time using this program. All right? Please. So these... This, I should say, because we do one word, we highlight one word uh, that sounds rude, but it's not dirty. So I like to share these words that are seem rude, but are not dirty. They're not. So this is the word that's not dirty, but it seems like it is. But don't worry, it's not. It's not, I promise you. Mm-hmm. It's called ass art. Mm-hmm. Ass art. It's A-S-S-A-R-T. Ass art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a form of art. You don't see these hanging up in the museums. Or people are not performing this ass art at home. So ass art is an old medieval English legal term for an area of forested land that has been converted into arable land for growing crops. It can be used as a verb meaning to deforest, preparing wooded land for farming. That's an ass art. A-S-S-A-R-T. Ass art. 
that is a segment I like to call, Hey, That Word Is Not Dirty. Hey, That Word Is Not Dirty. What would you do if your child called 911 on you for no, like, for the dumbest reason? You hear about this little kid? 911 calls 911 because his father, his father ran a red light. Yes, yeah, so a little boy calls 911 because father ran a red light. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know how you'd be bad. It's like you're teaching your kids the right things. It's like, good job, son. Uh, it wasn't the kind of emergency Jolene McDonald had in mind when she taught her six-year-old. Sorry. I actually know it was a dad. Okay, sorry. When she taught her six-year-old son, Robbie, to dial 911. However, when Robbie took a ride with his dad and saw him drive past the red light, he did what he thought was the light, right thing to do. He called the cops. He said, my daddy went past the red light. Robbie said a 911 call. The Quincy Police Department in Massachusetts posted it was in this brand-new car, my mommy's car. We had to go to the car wash, and we went past the red light. So Mike Richardson and Robbie were on their way to a car wash last Saturday. The father stopped at a red light before taking a right turn. But Robbie, who dreams of becoming a police officer, noticed his dad had had driven by even when light was red. He said he was going to call 911. He just kind of blew it off a little bit. You know, he's six years old, the father said. When they come home, he called the police. They were cooking on the grill. Robbie went in the house, and not even five minutes later, he came out with a phone and was like, uh, somebody called. So he calls 911. I probably, I, I don't know how I would react. I think I would probably, I, I don't know. I, I, no, I, I, I'd be mad. Let's just be honest. Let me just uh, be honest. God, can you imagine that? I mean, you want your kids to do the right thing. But, like, as a dad, a dad, you, you know, you let your kids... Do whatever they want, pretty much, right? I mean, I have a little girl. She's two. I let her do what she wants. You know, I'm extra, an extra generous, generous. You know, so, uh, but I know this kid's not gonna get anything. His dad's not done. He's done doing anything. Forget the late night ice cream. Forget staying up past your bedtime. Forget having pizza on a Tuesday night. He's done. Because I'd be pissed. I'd be like, I'm, I'm not really going through a red light. I stopped, and then I went on. <laughs> I'd be, you got to teach your kids, I guess. Like, my daughter, God love her, two years old. Uh, we have a field behind our house, and there's they plant. It's, it's a it's like a it's like farmland. They do crops, and the rule is do not run in the field because it's dangerous. There's stuff out there that shouldn't be. There's 
there's disgusting stuff because I'm a baby. I'm scared of mice. There's mice out there. There's different kinds of rodents besides mice. There's snakes. There's just a. I think there's snakes. I hate snakes, and I'm gonna just imagine there's snakes out there. And there's other crap out there. There's glass out there. Why? I don't know. There's crap out there. Stay out of there. Stay out of there. Don't go in there. So when uh, she goes in there because she's two and doesn't realize that it's bad, you discipline her. You just say, don't go in there. Okay? How do you... Uh, like, how do you talk... Like, what do, you, do you go like... Son... You're six. Uh, don't run through any red lights. Don't do it. It's bad news. You run through a red light. You're bad news. Done. Like, how does he learn that? Does he, does he watch, like, some, some fucked up Sesame Street episode? About red lights or some shit? <laughs> How do you, how do you, this is why I love beer. I used to not like beer, but beer, beer helps ease everything. This is why I love Bud Light. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm going to say this. I'm going to give my love to Bud Light because I'm hoping Bud Light cuts me a deal, an advertising deal for like a million dollars a show. And I could quit my real job and do this. I never liked Bud Light, <laughs> but we're starting out good. Um, but man, there's something about Bud Light. There is. It's like I drank one and I couldn't put it down. I drank two and I couldn't put it down. And I drank three and I couldn't put it down. And then you know the rest of it. So like 13 beers later, I was like, "This is great." Um, <laughs> so, so Bud Light, if you're listening. Please, I uh, would be very, very happy, greatly appreciate if you just pass me some endorsement dollars my way. Not much. I'm not asking much. Just a few. A few dollars here. A few dollars there. I'll be your bitch. That's how it is. I promise. Frank Maz is my name. I am Frank Maz at gmail.com. You can text the show 312-205-9834. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, frankmaz.com. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. You could even tune in to Mixler, M-A-X-L-R.com, live show each week. And, yeah. So this is episode six. Episode six is signing off. I want to thank you for tuning in, listening, downloading. We talked about a lot of stuff today, didn't we? If you really, really want to know more about the show, definitely go to the website, frankmaz.com. All right. Have a great rest of your day, your time, whatever you're doing. This is 
The Adventures of the Average Guy. And I'm out of here. Bye.